But you know, a lot of people sit in their Spanish class at the local community center for years and don't get as far as you do in all these different languages that you're dabbling in. So it's, you got to have a goal, but also I think a lot of people are pretty passive in their, in their language learning. You know, they go to the class and whatever the teacher brings to the class and tells them to do, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. And, and it just like they're treading water, they never get anywhere. So, so, you know, yeah, you may not be C2, but to get to A2 uh, in all of those languages is nevertheless <laughs> quite an achievement. Yeah. Yeah, A two is is you can't talk about politics or something crazy, but A yeah. two you pretty you 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 you're conversational. You can have fun, you know. Yeah, you can do exactly. some basic stuff. So it's not always about trying to get to this high C two level. You don't right. have to set yourself. But I mean, it's good if you want to do that. Right. But you know, everyone's goal is different, so yeah. it really all depends on the person. I mean, what I like to do is I would like to get to the point where I can pick up my. Uh, my podcast in the morning in Arabic or Persian and understand mm -hmm. most of it just mm -hmm. by listening, just by listening. That's kind of where I want to get to because I don't have that many people to talk to. Uh, yeah. but I like to yeah. be able to listen to stuff and understand it. Like right now in Russian, if I get something, if there's a, I follow different people on Twitter in Russian and Ukrainian, Polish, and I can understand what they're saying. I'm happy. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can't possibly maintain conversations with, you know, 20, right, 30 people, just, you know, yeah, in different you languages. Don't I don't have that. Uh, yeah, you don't yeah. have that. So yeah. that's fine, too. Like, yeah. that's perfect. Like, if you, you want to just learn how to understand. Exactly. Because and, of that, there's nothing wrong with that. You and know? and so, if you have good understanding and you're put in a situation where you have an opportunity to speak, the speaking comes pretty quickly, I find. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. So you're in Arizona. Whereabouts in Arizona? Uh, Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. So we're in Palm Springs in the winter, my wife and I. If you ever Palm, you do a lot of traveling. You were just in California, weren't you? I am in California. I am. Oh, you in California right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in oh. Palm Springs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you just said you were in Palm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Doesn't look like Vancouver. No. <laughs> no, my wife doesn't like it when it rains all the time. I don't mind. I play old timers hockey, go cross country skiing, and I'm quite happy wow. in Vancouver. But she doesn't like it, so we're down here for the winter. Yeah, I, I um, when I when I tell people about because I got a lot of people, uh, older people, um, also, and I always use you as an example. I like they say, well, I don't know if I want to learn. I'm too old, and I say, well, <laughs> you know, you need <laughs> you too old. I I say, well, you, I know someone who who's up there and he's still learning languages, so you need to check him out uh, for some inspiration because. You know, that's that that right there. A lot of people, they even even someone that's 30. Yeah. Believe that it's too late to learn a language. They think that they're too old. Oh, I'm 30 years old. And, you know, what what, what should I do? I'm like, you're, you know, I'm 38. I'm about to be 39. Right. And I'm still learning. I didn't start learning languages until I was 18. So it, it's really not the age. But I think it's a uh, what do you call it? It's a, a, a misconception. Yeah, I mean, this so-called neuroplasticity. We retain our neuroplasticity. And, and the more languages we learn, the better we get. Uh, mm -hmm. But interesting, you didn't start till you were 18. Like, uh, so when you were, because obviously if as a young child you hear different languages, I think that makes the brain more flexible. Right. Uh, if you've only had one language, then it's a little more difficult to break out of that. But then once you start learning more language, then the brain becomes more flexible. But you know, on YouTube, like there's all kinds of different people. So... Somebody said, well, you know, when you're old, uh, you can't learn languages. So I went back and I said, what, what is old to you? What is old? Yeah. Right. And the person said, 40. 40? <laughs> <40? laughs>
40. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's great. It's, it's great that you uh, that you're on YouTube doing that because a lot of there's a lot of people out there. They see stuff and they see they get inspired and they want to learn, but they, they yeah. have second thoughts because they're reluctant because they feel that it's going to be difficult for them because they because of their age. So when they see someone that's up there doing that, then that inspires them even more and give them more belief. Yeah, you know and, that they can do it. So. And I think that you need those. There's so many things that that get us going. Like certainly, you know, if you have a session where you go and speak to someone in Khmer and you do it well, then you mm -hmm. want to go back and study more Khmer, right? Like that's, right, that's a yeah. sense of achievement there. But yeah. the other thing is just to see people. And I think to see, you know, you're essentially a, a mono initially a monolingual mm -hmm. Anglophone North American, right. uh, and you're out there speaking all these exotic languages. Uh, and, and even more so, like there's there's not as many African-American polyglots, like there's more, uh, yeah. you know, and so that's another, uh, perhaps, I don't know <laughs> if you have, have, that inspires other African-Americans who might not see themselves as potential polyglots. Although I tell you, when we have our polyglot conference in Montreal, mm -hmm. uh, there's, uh, there's uh, got to be quite a number of uh, both Afri African-Canadian, African-American polyglots that show up that speak five, six, seven languages. So um, I'm not sure that the African-Americans are underrepresented in the polyglot community, but certainly uh, I'm sure you're an inspiration. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, yeah, it's always someone that looks like you that's doing something like that. It's always inspiring. Exactly. You know, yeah. you see, you know, that's I think that's important also. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think sometimes we think it's like I saw this. I spoke with this other with this fellow uh, calls himself Xiaoma, who has a channel. And he goes and uh -huh. talks to people and so-called, you know, like level up type thing. And, and, oh, here's this white guy speaking Chinese or, or, you know, here's this African-American <laughs> or a black guy speaking Chinese. Like there's nothing inherently strange about a white guy or a black guy speaking anything any yeah. more than it's strange that an Asian looking guy speaks English. Like we can learn any language. It's not related. To, yeah. like, I, I think it's when it comes to that type of stuff, I think it's uh, because it's more of a media thing and an and, 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 and image. Right. So that people look at, they associate that with the image. And then so like um, anybody can learn language. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what color any, you are. Any language. But any. I think it. At, I think when it comes to like racial stuff, I think it's more of image and, and more of um, um media stuff is how they portray certain things so it's like when you see this person doing this you don't really it's like wait hold on that, that's not normal you know right. because this this is contrary to my perception right so i think it comes when, at the end of the day it's, it's perception that's what it is but right. anybody can learn language it doesn't matter where you're from i mean right. anybody Absolutely. i mean that's that's that, and, and and any language like there's nothing particularly exotic like to us asian languages are exotic but they're not mm -hmm. exotic to them and if, if we had been as a, been born there or whatever, we'd speak those languages naturally. I mean, there's nothing, no language right. is, 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 is not, I mean, Quechua, like I was in uh, Cusco, Machu Picchu. And uh, so they speak Quechua there. It's a great place to go to because they are very proud of their traditions there. And so mm -hmm. while they speak Spanish, uh, they all speak Quechua. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I think Quechua is probably the most widely spoken no, maybe uh, I think Guarani in Paraguay, which is the national language, but in Peru is not in Lima, but in in Cusco they all speak Quechua. And uh, if you were to try to learn Quechua, you'd learn Quechua. I'd learn Quechua. Just gotta. There's another language over in Spain 
Uh, it's a uh, what is that? Not ba- Catalan. Oh, Basque. The Basque language. Ba- no, no, no. It's not Basque. It, there's another one okay. that I, I see come up very often. People say you should try this language. It's not Basque. It's not Catalan. Well, it's is another. it Gallego? But Gallego is almost like Portuguese that's spoken there, and. Um, I mean, all the languages that are more or less, you know, Latin-based languages are more or less similar, whether it be Catalan, Gallego, or whatever. But And, of mm-hmm. course, Basque is totally different. Oh, there is... Um, no, no, they're either related to the Southern French uh, languages or related to Spanish, Portuguese, I guess, other than Basque. I'm not aware of anything exotic there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, listen, if you uh, are coming out this way to Palm Springs in the winter, let me know. And uh, keep, Wait, wait. So, yeah. wait, the winter. So, what is this? When are you going back to Canada? I am going to... Um, I actually have to... Uh, my son, Mark, and I are going to Japan. You know, here's the deal. My son played professional hockey for 10 years, uh, mm-hmm. six years in Europe and three years or so, three, four years in Japan. He's now 49. The team that he played for has invited him to come back and play in two games. So he's going to go there and practice with them for a week and then play in these two games. So I'm going over as well. So I'm flying back to Vancouver on the 12th, I think, of March. And we fly over to Japan for nine days. Then I come back. Then I come back here. And then we go back to Vancouver on the 18th of April. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then I don't come back down here till November. Oh, okay. And okay, so typically I, I spend four or five months of the year. My wife and I spend four or five months of the Your year. Your son lives in California? No, no, no. He lives in Vancouver. He lives... Okay. Okay. He lives in Vancouver. Everybody lives in Vancouver. It's just that my wife and I winter down here in Palm Springs to avoid okay. the wet season. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, Arizona's pretty much California. Yeah, we yeah. have more people coming here. We have more and more people coming here from California. It's crazy. California I, I, plates. Yeah. yeah, California plates everywhere. Like they're they're moving over here at oh, a yeah. fast oh, yeah. pace. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's uh because the taxes are lower and uh costs are lower and stuff. Yeah, yeah. nice weather and yeah. there's a lot of a lot of things to do. It's 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 pretty much as similar to California. I mean the, I think so. I mean I've driven expenses. I've driven from Palm Springs to Phoenix and it's pretty flat deserty type climate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, I hope you don't run out of languages. And uh, <laughs> I don't know when I, when I reach your age. We, we'll have to see when I reach <laughs> Well, yeah, As we keep it's going. scary. You might run out. You got a few, you got 35 years to go, so. We got to, we got to start speaking with animals, man. Yeah. That's what we, <laughs> learn animal language. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll figure, we'll figure something we'll out. We'll figure though. something out. As we'll long as it's fun, we keep going. The same exactly. here. Exactly. Okay, well... It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Mr. Coffey. My pleasure, (laughs) Moses. I'm Steve, by the way. Even though though I'm old. I'm old, but I'm Steve. (laughs)